What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 64 of The Locker Room, brought to you by our friends at Manscaped. Manscaped is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers you precision-engineered tools for your family jewels, so make your testies their besties and get 20% off, plus free shipping with our code LACA at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com, and use our code LACA. I promise you, your balls will thank you. We've got an amazing interview today with Ellie Schnitt, who is a very popular media personality, someone that we are huge fans of, so we're super excited that she came on. But we've also got a lot to talk about before that because my boy Justin Kappelmaster, nothing gets by this guy, man. Back-to-back shout-outs this weekend. Let's hear about it. Take us through the weekend, Cap. I mean, literally, you know, I never – my dad actually said he showed up – he showed the highlight of you making that one diving save or something. I was like, I've never seen Cappy move that quick, so what's going on? <laughs> What's up with you? <laughs> that's unreal. That's a that's an all time comment by your dad for sure. But no, it was good, dude. Um, I needed to start playing better. I've been playing okay, but just you know, rattle off some consistent wins in a row, and you know what happens. It's like any any sport, goalie gets hot or, or player gets hot. So I had a couple of hot games, and and yeah, it was good. Don't want to di- divulge too much into it and take away from the interview because I am extremely excited that we're having Elion. But what's going on with you, Maxi? How are you doing? Any golf going on this week? What's doing? <laughs> Um, no, I played this weekend with my brother. I, I told you guys last week that I had my personal record and it has yep. ever since I chirped the golf gods, I've been getting, uh, golf has been kicking my ass, <laughs> my fucking ass. And it, like, uh, w- one of the, one of the funnier things is one of my good friends, uh, his, his brother is a beast at golf, but he has like a little temper. So he's like, yeah, when he was like trying to get good, he was like, miss a shot and like shake the golf cart on Sunday. I had like one of those like rage moments where I was like debating on snapping my club, but I didn't a want to drama. It. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that, mm-hmm. but something a little less frustrating. We finally got madness back after a year off. Uh, the game started Friday, a bunch of very close games guys. How, how's your bracket looking? I'm done. Really? Yeah. I'm yeah, completely toast. done as well. We have like toast. a team bracket, team bracket, and it's you know like the whole point system. I'm, I'm sure you guys know on on ESPN Fantasy or whatever how they do the whole bracket situation. Um, I got a text from our captain today. It just said "nice bracket, dumbass," and then he, <laughs> and, then he and then he disliked the message. But I'm 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 happy my winner's still alive. So that's what I'm happy about. <laughs> Zags. Yeah. No, 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 no. I took Houston. Okay. Barely. I'm totally wrecked. I know. I know. I know. But hey, we're alive. I think Houston's going to beat them. You just are Zach, Gonzaga hater. I don't know why. They're like hands down the best team. No, I meant Cuse is going to beat Houston. This oh, weekend. oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do want to go into our debate, Max, because I know I posted a poll on our Instagram story a couple of days ago about if you were, you know, I guess a March Madness player, would you rather be on D up one with 20 seconds left or down one with the ball with 20 seconds left? And Max told me I'm an idiot for thinking that, you know, I because I, I personally would rather be down one with the ball. Like and 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 everyone right. said no, but a lot of people voted with me. A lot of people were on my side, but then like all my friends and, and Max included were like, You're an idiot if you think anyone would take uh down one with the ball. Like the obvious answer is up one on D. But there were people who who felt my way. So I'm curious to hear the rebuttal from Max or I guess what the technical right answer would be. As it is, you're you're already like twisting the words a little bit. Like if you're oh, a get player out of here. in the player you're in the twist words. Player in the okay. tournament, what's next? Well, so what's the perspective then, a fan? Oh, I just thought, like, just in general, if you're a fan or just anything. I think, I mean, the, the clear-cut answer is you want to be up one. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think about it in many different ways, though. Let's hear it. Okay, so, like, if I bet 
If, okay, so from a betting perspective. No, 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 no. The poll did not say in parentheses it, with a betting perspective. It didn't well, have any perspective. I'll, I'll, it had I'll, no perspective. I'll, I'll hear from any perspective. All and right, I'll just take right, the other fine. side. Okay, all right. From a betting perspective, I still think I'm on my side, actually. From a betting perspective, you know, I, I if, if I bet Oklahoma State, Cade Cunningham, best player in the country, probably hands down, I want him to take the last shot, and if he misses the shot, I can live with losing that bet. But if if Oklahoma State's on defense and they lose on a buzzer or three, that is heartbreaking. Right. Well, I knew you were going to say this. It's because when that happens, it's more heartbreaking than the stop. But I looked back at it. There have been seven, six or seven games that have came, came down to the last possession. Zero have resulted in a buzzer beater or a game-winning shot. So right now, if Cade Cunningham happened to hit a buzzer beater in that game against Oregon State, one out of seven, what is that, like 14%? I don't know, I guess. <laughs> I mean, like being up one and uh, being up one and being on defense, that's like being the house times two, and you're just that, like better. I just feel like if I have the ball with the last shot of the game, I feel like I'm more in control of my own destiny as opposed to losing on a fluke or something like that. You know what I mean? Like I, I would rather like, I'm very like confident in my own ability, let's say to put up the last shot and I can live with it. It goes in or if it doesn't, as opposed to someone like hitting a fucking fluky bank shot to beat me, you know, who would you consider in your lifetime as the most clutch, get him the ball. He's going to, he's going to score a bucket even in the NBA, Kobe, I was actually I was gonna say one of my friends who plays basketball. Well, but, let's just say let's just uh, yeah, say Kobe. Yeah. Uh huh. You know, but Kobe's uh, percentage when it's a game tying shot or game winning shot under their, uh, under twenty four seconds is what? It's under thirty percent. But you only okay, well, see you only see. I mean, that's still unbelievable. No, yeah, but, yeah. But you only see like the success of it because that's just how like we're like oh kobe hit that shot who cares that he missed the last three you know but like you said we're talking march madness not the nba these guys can't even hit free throws at the end of the game yeah i know right. I, th- I, th- I think we've dragged this on a little bit whoa 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. before you drag it on i want to get my quick two cents in because maxi i completely agree with you in any sense of the word when you're you want to be up in a ball game you do not want to be down in the game you always want to have the lead regardless of any situation doesn't matter but johnny if you do have a team where you have like a guy like a Cade Cunningham and your de- let's say your defense is like bottom five in the league, so you then you'd be like, okay, well we got the best player, one of the best players in the country to, to make one more basket, or we got to rely on our defense to make a stop. And our defense is one of the worst defenses in the country. What do we want? That's more of like a, I could see it from the, that yeah. angle. You like that one? But well, that that's that's that was my thought process. Okay, that's exactly how I thought. But how many teams are like that? No, exactly. Yeah, there's not. And, and even so, even if it was a situation like that, with all the pressure that the other team's facing to have to make a basket, like I, you, I would still take the defense, but I definitely see both sides. But let's finish it on that note because I think we yeah. can go into this a little bit longer. I, I agree. On another note, I did want to bring up another topic to you guys, see what you guys thought about this. I was talking to a couple of my teammates about burner accounts on Twitter and stuff like that, asking if they any, if they, A, if they have any, and B, if they like shit on any, like, specific people or just like hate people or block them anytime so i guess i'll ask you guys like what are your thoughts on people having burner accounts and have you guys ever had one and like if you're famous like if you guys ever like blew up or like the locker room blows up to a point where like we we got the nice check mark on the on the twitter account you guys think you'll ever get a burner account 
Well, first off, right now, I don't need a burner account. I feel like the, <laughs> the, the need for a burner account is like if you are a basketball player and you want to chirp back at some reporters that, you know, if you do it from your own account, that's just a distraction and uh, just creates this whole like media circus. I mean, I get it, but I think the the biggest thing is just being yourself, like being able to clap back at people and I'm allowed to have my opinion. You're allowed to have yours and we can, we can talk about it on Twitter. We can get into a Twitter war. Yeah. See, and that's what I was thinking as well. And, and that's why I was thinking like, okay, maybe if I'm famous, then I'll have a burner account because like, if I'm not like, if you're like, not like ex- extreme amount of followers, you don't got the nice blue check mark, you could still shit on people and not get in trouble. But I feel like if you're famous and you shit on somebody, you're going to get in trouble. You know what I mean? I also though would never make a burner account. Although I did in high school, I had like probably six different Twitter accounts. Like I was just doing them for, my friends like i made an account like as my friend's penis like things like his penis would think and then no i swear to god i i had a i I literally had six different accounts i had an account for my friends like ego like a different guy and then um i made remember like the spider-man like i cry every time like it was like spelled wrong all the time i made one for syoset it was like Siaset or whatever like it was spelled wrong (laughs) and i would like do it in, in that like language twitter was huge in high school like People, people were like tweeting about like high school things that were relevant. It was so fun. But those so, are more Finstas than burner accounts. Burner accounts is exactly. like, I'm going to go and say my name is uh, Cheddar Bob or, you know, <laughs> Phil, uh, Phil Williams. And then, you know, re- like reply back to what people are maybe saying about me or something like that. I just thought of a really funny one that I'm going to make right now. Justin oh. Kappelmaster. <laughs> Well, speaking of like funny shit like that, I, uh-huh. I, I actually made me and a couple kids on a, um on my old Ferris team. I won't name any names, but there was like this Instagram account that like wasn't going anymore. And it was like Ferris State hot athletes or whatever. And so I ended up making one like my friend going into my freshman sophomore year was like freshman hot athletes take two and was posting like all my boys from Ferris State on the thing. It was just like like just like a description of them at the bottom and then like their thing. And I, I just like started like randomly following a bunch of people and it got it. Yeah, it was pretty, I would funny. just post pictures of myself. <laughs> no, I was posting like kids on the football team and like, it would be going around the football organization. They'd be like laughing at it and shit like that. Nobody had any clue who it was. It was pretty funny. Well, have you guys, have you seen that uh, like random NCAA athletes on Twitter? Yeah. It's so, I think it's so funny. Like how, I don't know how it's like, how it's become so popular, but it, it, I think it's hilarious. It's just I, like, saw it's one, really I saw one. I saw one today. Was uh, NCAA underdogs? <laughs> really? Yeah. Max Coulter is actually on that account. The uh, the random college athlete. So shout out to Maxi, our most famous guest we've ever had on. Yeah, he was. He was the the pioneer. He was hundred percent. Now, now, re- now, really thinking about it w- regarding burner accounts, because I don't know if you guys saw that there were people that were attacking like the Ohio state players after they lost to oral Roberts. Yeah. I saw that. If you're making a burner account to do that, then you're, you're a loser. If you're making a burner account cause you're KD and people are, you know, trying to spin a wrong narrative about you. All right, fine. Like whatever. I, I, but like what Portnoy does, Portnoy is not like KD, but Portnoy just speaks his, speaks his mind and he lives with that. He never takes anything down. If he screws up, he owns it. Yeah, dude, there's a video of him having sex and he just tweet, quote tweeted and said, I yeah. fuck. <laughs> like, that was unreal. Own it. Yeah. Own it. I'm going to do that. Kidding. No, You're going to come uh, up with the sex tape? Yeah. No one will watch. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I would watch. 
Thank you, Justin. Hundred <laughs> percent. Just the first laugh. I called you, Justin. <laughs> I actually speaking of that, uh, some kid on my we had a new kid on our team today. He literally asked me what my first name was. You said Cappy. No, I'm like I'm like Justin, and he looked at me and like smiled. He's like, "All right, we'll go with Cappy." <laughs> yeah, Justin's just like, no, nah, it doesn't fit you at all. Um, I think we should go into a little Oy Vey action, which yeah. um is one of my favorite seg- segments, as you guys know. And I will start us off. Like you guys said in the beginning, the back-to-back shutouts, they have something on the on the team. It's like your team cowboy hat or whatever. I know, I'm sure you guys saw the picture. Um, you guys were chirping me a little bit and stuff like that. Great. All good fun. I love it. Whatever. <laughs> um, but I, I thought it was funny. I spoke to my mom um, after the games this past weekend. And the first thing she does is chirp me for looking like a Hasidic Jew and with the cowboy hat. And nobody else said that about that. I thought it was the funniest thing ever. She's like, oh, you're the only Hasidic Jew in Texas. So that was pretty funny. So that's my oy vey is that I guess I look like a Hasidic Jew with cowboy hats on. So I'm going to ex-nay the cowboy hats. Well, with that beard too. I, I mean, my, my mom said the same thing. <laughs> yeah, no, you told me. <laughs> I love the hat. I love. I know you do, Max. I appreciate that. I think it was the black peacoat as well. It was just the whole look in general. I should have twirled my beard a little bit and made it look like uh, really, you know what I'm talking about? Well, my mom also thought that it was like your own like actual hat, and I had to explain to her that that no, that's like that's what they gave out. So she thought you literally yeah. dressed like that on purpose. And I was like, no, that's like the the thing they give away for the best player of the game. The player of the game hat, baby. And and I did say I'm gonna I'm gonna critique or correct myself. I said I'm gonna X nay the hats. I hope I get plenty more hats because it's player of the game. That means I'm playing good. So I hope I wear it a couple more times. If you guys didn't hear the first time, back to my shutouts. <laughs> Pro hockey. Love that. What do you guys got for Oy this week, though? Mine's just short and sweet, honestly. Like, I fucking hate Mark Madness. I tweeted it out the other day that, like, it's so much fun when you get all hyped up about all the games and then, like, they actually play and your bracket sucks and you lose every game. And then you just don't pay attention anymore. Like, I, wh- what reason do I have to pay attention to my bracket anymore now that three out of my four final four teams are gone? Like, it's just ruined. So, That's why you have to just – um my mindset going into it was if my bracket's ruined, like which it it, it is 100%, if it's ruined right away, then I just root for all the underdog teams. I don't care about my bracket anymore. I just love the upsets. You got to just love March Madness. Like, screw your bracket. You really think your bracket was going to do well? Like, come on. No, but it's more fun when it does. <laughs> 100%. I, I would prefer my bracket to do well than not do well. Definitely. If, if my bracket was good, I'd be sitting here saying I love March Madness. <laughs> That's why you got to make a little couple side bets on the side just to keep you keep you itching. And you can't your side bets got to be separate from your bracket. So then if your bracket fucks up, your side bets still have a chance. Well, yeah, just like Max texted us last night. Did you follow Daddy and take LSU money line? And then <laughs> and then and then two minutes later, Mission goes in like a ten zero run and LSU fucking loses. And I quote, "Did you follow Daddy?" Yeah, <laughs> that was rough. All right, lead it to um, yours now, Max. So, well, one, I want to kind of give a middle finger to. My buddy Ryan, I was, I had, I have Loyola Chicago on my final four. Mm-hmm. Well done. And I wanted well to take them over at Illinois. And he was like, you know, one of those where you pick, it's like a hot take. And yeah. one of your buddies is like calling you like an idiot. Like, there's no way that's happening. Like, don't do it. Got to my head, didn't do it. And before the game started, I said, well, if slash when Loyola Chicago wins, I want a phone call apology from you. you know, well, honestly, you, the first mistake you made was listening to Ryan. I mean, I know. I know Ryan also, and he's not a good better. So. No. <laughs> he's not. <laughs> he's not. Yeah. The, the other one I have is, so have you guys ever like just sat down at some point and you're like, 
I want to open my own bar. Dude, literally last week I had this conversation. I feel like <laughs> everyone has that moment where they say, I want to own a bar. Mm-hmm. So I that happened to me um, a few days ago. And I was like trying to like just brainstorm uh, like how I can create like the coolest bar. Obviously, it would have to be themed or something. And I feel like I've, I've saw I, like I heard or saw this somewhere, but maybe uh, I'm not sure. But I just thought of something like if you made a made a bar like it was like a uh, courthouse and you could in your motto could be like, it's the only place where you come and then get served. Like I thought that was clever because, you know, in order to go to sometimes yeah. before you go to court, you get served, then you go. Um, the whole thing is like switching it up. You come, <laughs> then you get served. But what is the courthouse like? Just to like make something else? different. Yeah. Like on the outside. The what? Like on the outside. The, it can be called like the court and then inside it's like a legitimate courthouse and where the judge is, where the bartenders are. It's like where the bar is. And everybody's got honest? gavels. Everybody's got like gavels. Jury, or the jury's the bar. Every time you need a drink, you slam your gavel on the... <laughs> I don't know if I'd invest, but <laughs> I do like your creativity and I appreciate it. I'm, no, I, I'm definitely not going to do it, but <laughs> I just thought of that. I was like, oh, that's kind of funny and clever. I'm with I'll you, tell man. you my bar idea off air. Okay. I'm, 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 I'm 100% with you, though, Max. I think about that shit all the time. You know what I, I specifically think about, though? Not so much bars. It's like every like place I've been, I, I go to, like a small town like Wichita Falls, I'm like, man, a nice deli would just do fucking wonders here. I feel like you said that before. I have. Or like, I'm like, dude, put like a 24-hour diner in like a college town or like I, yeah. I think about this all the time. I'm like, dude, that's the idea. Seriously. I'm like, let's go to a college bar town and just stick a deli right outside of that. That's open past bar hours. And like, I'm like, I think of this shit all the time. I'm like, no, oh, dude, I, that's that. I feel like these things, the like, hour things I know. everyone yeah. thinks of. I know. No, but the 24 hour diner is like, you don't find that outside New York. Like that is the actual dude on a college campus. Like what does everyone do? Like a diner, you go, you go for breakfast, you can go for lunch or you can get high at night and go for a milkshake at like midnight. Like we had one of those, we had one of those at Ferris. It was called Cranker's Brewery. It wasn't like, dude, I'm not even going to compare this, not even close to a diner or like a New York city diner. Um, But it was open 24 hours. It was right next to the bar, had breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I'm like, dude, I can make a diner. That's triple better than this and yeah. make a killing that's triple better well, than this it's, <laughs> it's, well it's not as good as a diner but like wawa is probably the closest thing to that you're joking bro to like open 24 7 that has like decent food bro, you don't sit down at wawa and eat. okay i'm I mean, not you, shitting on wawa wawa is one of my go-to fucking spots i think wawa, highly of wawa but i'm not comparing wawa to a 24-hour diner no I, it's it's i, I said like the, close, the closest like thing to that right now if you don't have if you don't have that is a wawa i consider mcdonald's closer closer to that yeah, yeah. I, I would take mcdonald's over I, that i too. think wawa's food is much better than mcdonald's yeah but you can sit down at mcdonald's and eat that's that's fair <laughs> <laughs> Guys, i meant I, more like food like food quality of food well max you've been served <laughs> i know you guys know what's coming up this weekend we got passover coming up baby i'm going to be doing my four questions by myself we'll hopefully over zoom with my parents but you guys know where to get all your go-to food delicacies whatever you need bagel boss passovers this weekend get everything their bagels their bialis they got matzo ball soup they got everything you need to make sure your passover is the best passover 
in the world. Go follow them at bagelofthemonth.com and don't forget to use our code LACA for 10% off. That's LACA for 10% off. Boys, before we kick it over to Ellie, what are you guys looking forward to the most to eat this Passover Seder? Nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Zero. I always look forward to uh, my grandma's brisket. She makes an unreal brisket for Passover Seder, so I'm jealous I can't have that this year. But let's send it over to Ellie. We hope you guys really enjoy this interview. Let's do it. This girl grew up in Northbrook, Chicago, and was bat mitzvahed at congregations to le- what now? No, you said Northbrook, Chicago. Well, Illinois, I guess. Should no, I go that? ahead. Sorry, that's my bad. You know what? We're keeping this going. in. No, this is staying in. This is in. Well, this no, is in. Okay, now I sound fussy. No, it's so funny. It's fine. It's totally fine. <laughs> okay, I can take it out if you on. want. Do you want it out? No, you know what? It's your podcast. Okay, she's so hilarious and has become one of the most popular media personalities. Welcome to the Locker Room Podcast, Ellie Schnitt. Ellie, what's up? Uh, what's up? I'm so happy to be here. And I'm sorry off the bat that I said Northbrook, Chicago. <laughs> I'm not familiar with the Chicagoan talk, whatever you want to call it, lingo. What do you call Chicago right. people? Chicagoans, I think. Oh, no no way that's Chicagoans. No, it's Chicagoans. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I just made that up off the top of my head. I don't know. It's funny, though. You got to be careful where you like, uh, like talking about people's hometown and stuff like that because people get pissed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people get really fussy about uh, Chicago, like the Chicagoland area. I personally, I think if you are within like 20 minutes of the city, you can say you're from Chicago. But otherwise, like I know people who are like two hours outside the city who are like, I'm from Chicago. I'm like, no, you're not. You're not. I mean, that's like me. I'm from Long Island, but I always say New York. And then people like from Philly will say like, I'm from Philly, but they're really from like 20 minutes outside of Philly. Like it's all the same shit. And all I think it's like a thing. But yeah, people get weird about it it's it's honestly the same thing everywhere though like i'm from florida and people up north like i'm probably like 25 minutes 30 minutes outside downtown miami but nobody oh. knows like nobody knows a little town called coral Springs. so i'm like oh i'm from miami it's all good Don't worry i do that. my boyfriend is from florida oh no way whereabouts he's from Par- parkland shut your mouth <laughs> i went to i went to school at stoneman douglas that's like my hometown so did he okay what's his name we're getting yeah how old is he well he's a lot younger than you is he? Um, I'm not, I'm not he too was, old. You already you know you know how old I am already. Twenty-seven, twenty-eight. Oh, yeah. Damn, five. <laughs> Damn. Oh, okay, okay. No, he's like he's twenty-one, so he's okay. Crazy. But actually, I mean, speaking of your boyfriend, I did want to tell a funny story about my girlfriend. So she celebrates Christmas and Hanukkah. She's half Jewish, but the first ever time that I celebrated Christmas, like the first ever gift that I received, was this. Oh my god, my not trash shirt. I know. I how funny it. is that? How funny? I mean, That's I also crazy. I was like. I was going to wear it, but I was going to be like, okay, she's going to join the Zoom and I'm wearing her t-shirt. That's kind of weird. No, I like the move. I feel like wearing somebody's merch is a sign of respect. Oh, really? Honestly, okay, like, have you ever seen, there was, never mind. I can't remember the reference, but there was some video where a guy was doing like a carpool karaoke with some rapper and he had his merch and he got in the car and they were both wearing the merch and it was, it was cute. I thought it was cute. It was probably James Corden though, carpool karaoke. Maybe. I don't know. I don't like James Corden, so I doubt it. Oh, I have like beef with James Corden. Why? It's one sided. Obviously, he doesn't know that I exist. (laughs) I just have I just have an issue with him. There's something about him. You ever have those like actors and people that you just 
you know that if you met them, you would have beef. 100%. He's that person for me. I'm going to think of one. I don't know if I have one off the top of my head. 100%. Mine's Tom Cruise. Really? Yeah. Totally. I just That's feel so like he's such an arrogant. Okay, now I had never met him in my entire life. <laughs> I, I just feel like <laughs> he's like, I heard he's small, very small. And I heard yeah. he probably just like acts bigger than he is. And I feel like just our personalities would not mesh. He's a Scientologist. So okay. I'm going to say Toby Maguire, right. even though I don't know much about his personality. He has a very punchable face. He does. Yeah, he does have a punchable face. That's why I would go yeah. with him. Toby from mm-hmm. The Office? No. <laughs> <laughs> not Toby from The Office. But we are confirming that your boyfriend is not trash. Not trash. Okay. Certainly not trash. Yeah. And men are no longer trash. Well, you know. I'd say men as a whole are trash. Okay. That's, Ellie, how's like how is it having a boyfriend with like you're like such like a high social media influence? Does that do you get like uh did your boyfriend get like chirped at all or does people do people ask about him all the time or what? Yeah, I mean we both do. And like he he talks about it more than I do, just because I feel like <laughs> not because I don't want to talk about it, because it's just like I think that well, I guess like we have death threats on different sides of the uh the aisle sort of thing. Like yeah. he's mm-hmm. a, a gun rights activist, so like he's getting he doesn't necessarily want to put me in the line of fire. It's a terrible no, of that. Um, <laughs> I, don't I don't know how I don't know how I would have put that. So. I know. Um, <laughs> and then I don't. I just don't really need him being like harassed by incels and like crazy people, you know. So I'm like, eh, we'll just keep it, you know, chill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you're also you're in New York now. I know you told us before recording, but like, what is your current day to day like right now? I mean, when you're when you're not at Ruby's Cafe, what are you up to? Oh God. Um, so I'm self-employed right now and all mm. the projects that I'm working on are like long term or longer term, like in the next couple of months versus something where I'm doing it every day. Uh, so my day to day is kind of a disaster right now because I'm such a routine person and I'm having a really hard time. Like there are days that I do absolutely nothing because mm. there's really no, re- unless I have like a sponsored post or something that needs to go up that like is um, actually like uh, what's it called scheduled or whatever I mm-hmm. I don't have any deadlines so I don't know I have to make stuff for myself to do every day like I have a schedule where I'm like all right Monday change sheets day Tuesday laundry <laughs> day Wednesday like kitchen like I have to give myself stuff to do because otherwise I'm like gonna go crazy are your parents like on top of you about it at all I mean my parents I'm living home right now so my parents are on top of me every fucking day to do something no so I'm al- I'm alone so or, well I'm my parents, obviously, I don't live with my parents. Uh, so it's really just me. And it's so hard. People don't talk about that aspect of working for yourself. It's like, there's nobody that you're accountable to. Like, you're really just accountable to yourself. And I'm like, not a good boss. Like, or I guess I would be a good boss. I'm uh-huh. definitely a boss who's like, nah, do whatever you want. You want to sit in bed and watch YouTube all day today? It's fine. We'll get them tomorrow. And it's we'll not pay you for it. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you got to get a dog. I Well, okay. I really want a cat. My roommate is allergic, but I last night I was looking at cats on like this shelter website and there was this cat that was, he's like 13 pounds, just like a big boy, just like a large. And I want a cat that's big. Like I want a cat that's the size of like a toddler, you know, like I I want people to be like, whoa, it's a big cat. Um, (laughs) Garfield. Yeah. Yeah. And I named him lasagna. He was orange and I like really, really want him. And I'm really upset. I've actually been thinking about it since last night it's like very Wait. sad that i oh no so i didn't mean to cut you off but no why, why are you why are you cats over dogs um well i just feel like it's not nice to have a dog in new york you know that's fair more difficult. like there's nowhere for he can't really run around and like i don't know like i don't have a yard there's no space like i would you, be sad if i was a new york dog 
Here's why I think you should get a dog over a cat. <laughs> just like you said, you, you're, you're not busy. You're not doing anything. A cat is going to do the same thing. She's going to lay around with you, watch Netflix. A dog needs more attention. I give you more shit to do. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but like, I will have things to do. Like I'm in my like lazy era right now, but in mm-hmm. the next couple months, like I know it's going to ramp yeah. up. So like, it's that too. Like a cat's so low maintenance. You give it a litter do- box and some toys and it can basically take care of itself. So like I'm, yeah. That's another thing too. People leave their dog shit all over the sidewalk in New York City. We don't need you doing that. They <laughs> they really do. And and then I also feel bad for city dogs. Like I feel bad for a city dog that has to poop on a sidewalk instead of in the grass. Like yeah, I just I, I feel like bad. I feel like that's not a fun experience for them. It's like yeah, shitting it's in a porta potty over a nice toilet. Exactly. Yeah. It's a New York City dog. Come on now. They got privileges. They're high end. They're high class. Like I guess. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Ellie, I did hear a rumor though. I don't know if it's still current, but that your mom worked at the local JCC in Chicago. Is that true? <laughs> My mom is a preschool teacher and she was like at the JC with the JCC like preschool. So yes, that's- she we're a JCC family. That's amazing. So has uh has Judaism just like always played just a, a big role in your life, like just from a young age? Yeah, I mean, well, so my dad grew up in Highland Park. And then he went to the University of Iowa, where he met my mom, who's from Des Moines. And she did not grow up Jewish, but she converted um, for my dad when they got married. And then she just like went in on Judaism. Like, like, I think she was really born to be Jewish. Like, she really Mm -hmm. has perfected that like Jewish mother, um, like fussing and the like little bit of spite like she <laughs> has it perfected like she's such a jewish mother um and so she's worked for the jcc like my whole life um and so yeah she was like the director of the hebrew school when i was a kid like you know like i've been yeah judaism has definitely been a part of my life growing up my brother lived in israel for a year like oh, wow. we, yeah what do you do there he went to school oh yeah. like uh like studying abroad or yeah, kind of like a study abroad for like a year. It was mm-hmm. cool. I'm sure he loved it. Israel's fucking awesome. Yeah, we went to visit him. It was sick. I was... You go out. You go out in Tel Aviv. Well, I was 16, so uh, I mean, we... <laughs> <laughs> sort of, I guess. I mean, you <laughs> probably tried. <laughs> uh, there was an attempt, but <laughs> I'm sure we've had like this. I mean, you always talked about it on your podcast. I feel like I mean, I lis- I listened to Schnitt Talk when you had it. Um, yes, claps. <laughs> but uh, like. Just the fact that you grew up in Chicago, I grew up in New York. I mean, like our, our upbringings, I feel like we're so similar. And even though you weren't from where I grew up, your podcast and you on your podcast, like kind of represented all the girls that I like went to high school with. So I feel like I've yeah. really known well, Jewish geography, like it's such a thing. Um, and I feel like there's small pockets of Jewish people in the country. But like, I feel like if you know somebody, somebody's cousin is from where I'm from, or I know someone from where you're from. Well, I went to college. I was like one of the only Jewish people that I knew in college. Mm-hmm. Um, really? And there was one there. Yeah. I went to Illinois state, just like a very like sub state school, like just not a lot of Jewish people went there. And um, there was one guy who was Jewish and he went to Illinois Wesleyan, who was like the sister school. And I went to a frat party at I, Illinois Wesleyan one night and we were talking because we were the only two Jewish people. Uh-huh. And he's like, yeah, I'm from Orlando. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And he's like, I mean, I've got family near Chicago. And I was like, oh, like where? And I was assuming probably the North Shore. And he's like, yeah, they're from like this town called Northbrook. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I'm from Northbrook. Who are your cousins? And he's like, the, and he said their name. And I was like, yeah, no, he's, he's in my social studies class. Like, I, I know that family, you know, I feel like we all kind of know each other and kind of have the same experience growing up. 
Mm-hmm. The amount of times that happens is so frequently. I went to Ferris State University, a small school in Michigan, not mm-hmm. many Jewish people at all. I might've been the only yeah. person there. Similar thing happened. I met one of my best friends. Um, I, I play hockey, wasn't even a part of the hockey team, just had a normal party. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, just, just a normal, normal old Joe. We were, we were drinking beers and all of a sudden somebody said, um, one of his friends said, Hey, pass the beer. Yeah. Yeah. F and Jew. But like, it was his buddy, <laughs> but like, he was just like, yeah. No, I know a little harsh, but he was just messing around with him, whatever. And me not knowing this kid, I'm like, hey, what are you talking? Like, who, who are you, buddy? Like, what are you saying? And he's like, no, no, I'm talking to my friend over here. And I'm like, wait a second, you're Jewish? He's like, yeah, I'm Jewish. Oh, you want to be best friends? That's great. Exactly. Instant best friends. Yeah. Are you like a full-blown New Yorker now? Kind of. I really like, a, well, because I spent the whole pandemic here. So mm-hmm. I feel like I earned my stripes quicker than like most transplants. Um it's most funny trans- though because I transplants. <laughs> yeah, like I, I didn't grow up here. I got transplanted. But um, oh, I get it. I get it. <laughs> I, I didn't. Um, I never wanted to live in New York growing up. I mm. really would say to my family, like, no, I, I never want to live in New York. It's gross. It's like it smells bad. There's garbage everywhere. It's loud and dirty, and I hate it. I want to live in Chicago. It's beautiful and pristine and designed to be a beautiful city and whatever. And uh, you know all my friends live there. And then I hear I ended up here and I hated it for the first year or so, but mm. I lived uptown. Like I lived in like midtown basically. So it was like, gross. and then we moved to the East village and I was like, Oh wait, I love it here. I love mm. it. I love it. And I never want to leave. And especially being here during the pandemic and like during lockdown, I feel like I really got to know the city without some of the distractions. And mm. um, it's, it's been nice actually. The East Village is such a nice area too. Way different than Midtown. Way different. Like night and day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can't even believe. I think I can see myself living in like a Long Island, not the city. I, I was able to live, Laz, you know this, I lived in New York for three years, but yeah. I don't know, just something about it. I, but I guess since you had the time to adapt and everything like that and get used to it more, um, it's probably better off. I think, well, yeah, I, I think if I was going to live over here, like I wouldn't, it's like, I have a thing about never wanting to live in Brooklyn or whatever. Like I get it. There's more space and there's bigger apartments and it's more affordable. But if I'm going to be here, I want to be in Manhattan. Otherwise I might as well just move to Chicago. If I'm going to move to Brooklyn, I'll move to Chicago. You know, if mm. I ever have that desire. But, Would you move to Florida? No. <laughs> Why? Why? No What's wrong about no Florida? Offense. Too hot? Uh, there's a lot wrong with Florida, um, well, yeah, I know. but it's, I'm sure it's nice to visit. So yeah. probably we'll be visiting. <laughs> nice to have a little place down there. Maybe. Yeah, for sure. Isolated. You can get an isolated place on your own private beach and you'll be chilling. What I will say is I, I probably don't ever want to move to LA. I know really? that it's like the thing like people do. And like my team keeps being like, you should move out here. And I'm like, no, I just don't think I'm an LA girl. Like, you know so many people say that and like I, I went to LA like on a vacation with my girlfriend and I was like but we did the vacation LA kind of stuff and I was like ah, oh, this yeah. place is not for me but then I actually ended up moving there for like three months like literally the following week like I literally came home and I was like fuck LA I hate it <laughs> three days later I moved there <laughs> but when I was living there it's really just the crowd you're with like and that's any city like the crowd you run city, with yeah. You know, like, and the thing about LA too is like, who who could be upset like waking up to palm trees, the beach, the ocean? Like, it's so nice. I guess I just ugh, uh, I don't know. I feel like I feel like the LA girlies like they're just doing the most. Like they're doing mm-hmm. stuff I've never heard of. Like they're and the upkeep. And I just feel like if I can't put on a big coat 
and walk down the street, I'm not going to be happy. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And definitely a lot more pressure, I feel like, career-wise to be in LA than New York. Yeah, for sure. Well, um, I do, oh, just no, no, sorry. Uh, just like from your, like what you're doing and like your, your work field right now, you don't need to be in LA. Well, you're going to be in LA sitting in your apartment and, and you know, doing the same thing you're doing yeah. from home. I was like, working from home, being comfortable. I was like, you if you get me a job in LA, I'll move to LA. If not, yeah. I'm staying here. <laughs> I love that. I do want to talk about a funny story. Actually, we had, we're good friends with Jake Marsh, Jake and Drew from Barstool, but mm-hmm. Jake told us a story about like his perspective on the whole Yankee game thing and how you had to like broadcast the Yankee game to everybody. So I want, I wanted to hear your perspective on the whole thing. And like, if you are watching March Madness. That was such a funny situation because it developed so quickly. Uh, like I was never supposed to be doing that. I was never supposed to be part of it. And then I think Coley, one of my coworkers on the radio was like, you know, who should punish these guys? You know, who, you know, who should have to describe this game to them? It's somebody who knows absolutely nothing about baseball and actually, sorry, baseball and actively doesn't like it. And it was me. It was honestly, I said it was more of a punishment to me. But I had to watch a whole baseball <laughs> game and I was like, I didn't leave any food out. I don't need a punishment. But it was, it, it was um, something I agreed to do kind of last minute, assuming that I would only have to do a couple innings. Uh, and then I, I had to do the whole thing. It was fun. You know, it was a, a fun experience for sure. Something I don't think I'll ever <laughs> do again but it, it was fun and um the, the boys were they were very nice to me mm-hmm. so. well, i was gonna say you don't love sports now after that experience god no uh baseball's <laughs> so boring baseball okay baseball's fun to watch in person i'll give it that it's ho- it's horrible on the tv it's awful i would rather watch golf like it's so boring and like basketball i don't really like so march madness like i know that that's happening right now mm-hmm. and my family does a bracket every year but like, I'm not going to watch a single game. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. I actually have Iowa winning in mine. So that's so. Oh, that's so my whole family. <laughs> I was going to say, but uh, that's, mm-hmm. that's funny. And Cappy, you noticed she didn't say hockey, right? So we're in the clear. She likes hockey, I guess. Oh, no, I like funny. hockey. I, I do. Well, cause I grew up in, in the of Chicagoland area. Or yeah. Rangers, you grow, or well, I grew up in the, in the Blackhawks. And when you're growing up, like I grew up mm-hmm. when we were winning like every other year, there was like three Stanley cups in six years or something like that. Yep. So it's like, you can't not really like it. It's, it's a hockey town. Yeah. Was your athlete crush like Patty Kane at the time? Uh, well, I, I was a Duncan Keith girl. I Ooh, had, yeah. his, I still have his Jersey here really? somewhere. Yep. We have the same uh, smile, me and him. Well, not anymore. He got <laughs> fixed, but... <laughs> yeah. Good reference. Um, but no. Well, he lost hockey like gal. 10 teeth. Yeah. He lost a lot. Like I'm lucky with three. Well, he lost oh, yeah. like, his whole mouth. I imagine that that happens. Mm-hmm. Did I intimidate you when you first hopped in the Zoom with the teeth thing? Because you haven't yeah, mentioned like, it. Usually people do. Fight. No. <laughs> no. Oh, that's rude. You, the, what's the rule? It's like if you should never bring up something to someone that they can't fix in 10 seconds. <laughs> okay. That's, that's a really nice way to put it because some people <laughs> have entered and been like, what the fuck happened to you? <laughs> no, I just assumed that you got in a fight or something. And I was like, it's no. none of my business. <laughs> I appreciate you being classy about it. That's me. Very classy girl. Something I also just wanted to talk to you about that you have always been like super open about, which I like really appreciate is the fact that you like go to therapy and you're very involved in like mental health and everything. So I kind of just want to ask you, like I've listened to you talk about um, like this week, my therapist said, or, or whatever the segment was yeah. on, on Schnitt Talk, but I want to like ask you how much it, it's helped you. And if you're still, are you still doing it? Yeah, I'm still, I'm still doing therapy every week. Although I will say my therapist is Jewish and like actually like actively Jewish. And so I don't have therapy for two weeks. Because of Passover. Oh, Passover. Wow. Pretty upset about it, if I'm being honest. <laughs> yeah. That's really selfish. <laughs> this is a, 
Passover is a super hard time of the year. Everyone knows that. Mm-hmm. I won't be eating bread. I'm going to be very irritable. <laughs> Need your backup therapist. Uh, I know. I'm like, I'm kind of upset. But um, no, yes, I'm, I'm still in therapy every week. I think something that people sometimes don't think about when it comes to therapy, I, I think there's this, um, we live in a, I was about to say we live in a society. We do, but like we live in a society where we want instant gratification on things and therapy just isn't, isn't that. Like, I think there's an idea that you go to five sessions and you're cured and like everything's better. Like all I have to do is sit there and talk for a couple months and I'm, I'm fixed. But it takes time and it's definitely a incremental change as opposed to something that's going to happen overnight. And there are sessions where it does feel like, whoa, I just really changed something in this one session. And then there are sessions where you just sit and bitch about the weather the whole time. You know, <laughs> it's, like it's incremental change. And so, yeah, I'm still in therapy. I probably will be maybe as long as I can be, you know? Mm-hmm. No, I, I really respect like how vocal you are about mental health and too, um, especially from like the hockey community and stuff like that. I had a, like, I, I specifically had a tough time, like just talking about like my emotions and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, and it's very difficult and it takes a, it takes a lot of balls for people to be just like out in the open with, with their feelings and stuff like that. So. Yeah. And I think talking about therapy and just talking about vulnerability and your emotions and all that, like it's, it's good to do Like I overkill it sometimes, but I think it's because if you go far enough in one direction, people sometimes meet you in the middle. And I think it's just good for everyone to be more open about the struggles that they're having and know that. Cause I think that I didn't realize how bad my anxiety was until I started talking about it because I kind of assumed that everyone felt a little bit like I did like I kind of was like oh everybody deals with this everybody thinks their friends hate them every time they wake up in the morning and everybody you know and I didn't know that it's not supposed to be that hard and so talking about it makes me feel like well somebody else could hear that and know that it's not supposed to be that hard well, it's actually, it's funny you say that because like I, I tell people this too, like my friends, I guess that ask for whatever reason about therapy, because I've just, I've done it like once in my life or a couple times in my life. But our problem, I think now is like that we're always talking to our friends, like in group chats and all that shit. And we don't understand the tone of what they're saying. And sometimes yeah. we, but sometimes we like put the scenario in our own head of like, oh my God, like he's fucking pissed at me. But no, he like the tone was completely misread, <laughs> Yeah, uh, you know? Yeah, something that my therapist says is like, you're not a mind reader. And like, where's the evidence? Like, what is the evidence that this person is mad at you? What's the evidence that they hate you? What's the evidence that they meant this? Or you're reading between the lines something that isn't there. Like, um, <laughs> I got an email. <laughs> so I sent, um, I'm working on something and I sent it to one of my, um, one of, someone on my team to look at. And I was really nervous about it. And they responded, they're like, you're on the right track. It looks great. Let's have a call and talk about it. And in my head, I read that. And that's literally all it said. It was three lines. And in my head, I'm like, he hated it. He thinks I'm terrible. And he's just mm. being nice. Where's <laughs> the evidence? Where's the evidence? Read it's what so, he wrote. It's, it's, so, it's so funny how accurate that is. I talk to like my friends all the time. And even my girlfriend, like back previously in our relationship, it's like she sends a text <laughs> and like we're talking. And then all of a sudden it's like you give her like an okay. And she's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, oh my oh, gosh, wow. I didn't say, I didn't say KK or I didn't say, it's like, oh fuck, I'm so sorry. <laughs> but but I then mean, again, I, like I, nothing's wrong. <laughs> I want to ask my boyfriend 10 times a day if he hates me. I don't. <laughs> yeah, That's right? crazy. But I always just want to be like, you're, you're not mad at me and you don't hate me, right? You still like me? You still like me? <laughs> I guess from a guy's perspective, you definitely should not do that. <laughs> I don't think he'd care. <laughs> but... Ellie, it's um, it's pretty funny. I was at the rink today and I was talking to a couple of my teammates and was actually telling them we were that you were coming on the podcast. 
and a bunch of them knew who you were a bunch of them were like no way that's so cool that's super exciting but the ones who didn't were actually the ones who didn't have social media platforms and then it like i was like man maybe i should ask ellie this so obviously you your social media game shot up um tremendously back in the day um and like what would you tell people who aren't on social media to convince them that basically like this is the future need to hop on this shit like asap I mean, I think pe- I think people get jobs from social media all the time. I think there was this uh, when we were growing up and social media was first starting. It was like, you have to be so careful about what you post on social media because you won't get a job if you say. And certainly there are things you shouldn't post on social media because you won't get a job if you do. But I think um, being able to grow a social, just showing that you're part of social media and you understand what people are looking at online is important in a lot of jobs right now like even like marketing and PR like I feel like if you don't have an understanding of what people are looking at when they're online like how are you going to do your job well like how are you going to be able to market to those people because like I don't know like I think there's like a sense of humor and a tone that you only get if you spend time on Twitter or whatever it is I honestly wish I didn't join like Facebook or Twitter till I was older because dude I'm, I'm constantly on like my time hop app and I'm just like oh, I can't. I had to delete scrolling through, deleting shit from like when I was 18. I'm like, like, have you ever read like old Facebook wall to walls? Like the shit that was said in those things. They're so, so cringe. Yeah, it's so, so cringe. Imba- I deleted my whole Facebook because I just was like, I don't, you know, I'm good. Like, I don't need to see any of this ever again. I'm good. The funniest thing I saw, it was it had to be a year ago. Um, it was like the old MySpace profiles where you'd have like your top five on you you I never, yeah profile? i never had myspace you had myspace how old are you <laughs> <laughs> i'm 25 i'm a 95 i'm not, okay come on guys did you have my did you have myspace of course i had myspace no shit really i have to see your i don't You're even know what it looks like year old. are you kidding i That's promise crazy. you i had myspace so i'm also 24 for the okay so, yeah so, i'm 24 also <laughs> yeah, so, so for the people who didn't have myspace they had like a top three or top five and you would basically write like Justin is in my top one because he's my best friend ever. And he will, it was like the, the most. We cringy. did that on, on AIM and your yeah. away message. Yeah. Love the away AIM. messages were, were always great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, but Cap, you're saying like the, the T-Mobile favorite five, whatever it was back in the day, like the sidekick phone. <laughs> is that what it was? Basically MySpace had like a, a top three friends you could put on your, on your page. Like it was like a top five. You can like edit it. And then in that top five, you can literally write like why they were your friend. It's like, <laughs> Justin is my number, whatever I just said it before, but it was the biggest joke. Probably the same thing as like the Facebook family. I have like 17 brothers and sisters oh in my, my profile. God. Like, <laughs> why? I don't why? Know. What was that? I don't know. Why did we do it? Like, I, it's so embarrassing. And like, I was in high school, so I was like 15, 16, writing just inside jokes that didn't make sense on my friends' walls that I thought were so funny. And now I'm like, what the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> what does that really? mean? Like, or but Twitter, like I've had Twitter since I was 15. Um, like I've always been a Twitter gal. Mm-hmm. And my tweets are all just like, it's raining today. <laughs> Who are you talking to? That's gold. Let's hire her. <laughs> That's all right. I have some old like Facebook posts that are like bored. Hit me up. Who are you talking to? Like, exactly. Right? Who did you think? <laughs> Ellie, you know what? We have a challenge for you. I think you should take the old Facebook like kind of vibe that it was in high school and bring it to Twitter. Like, do like for a truth is or te- like whatever that kind of shit. Truth is. I, uh, truth is was the worst. I did so many of them. Or like, yeah. Oh, I could see you bringing yeah, that back though, and like people like being like, "Oh my god, that's so funny." I'm like this, and I'll rate. Yeah, that was yeah. the best one. Like this, and I'll rate Horrible. you. Horrible. 
<laughs> I just, I mean, so stupid. I think, and the Facebook stuff was like when you were on Facebook, like a long time ago, like you would like all these pages. I've had to go through and like, when I still had Facebook, like clear out my likes. Cause it was all stupid shit that I'm like, what is this? Yeah. Wait, what do you mean? Clear out mean? your likes. How do you do that? Well, you had to like de manually delete them because it's like stupid shit. Like, Oh, I was like a fan of it was all like <laughs> Harry Potter stuff. Cause I was mm. 12. Like, I don't know. It's embarrassing. You're saying you but still like, like Harry said, Potter. No, like I do, but I'm not like a, a fan. Like, you know, I'm yeah. not wearing that. Back in the day she was writing like, who am I? Are you, who are you? A Hermione, a Harry or a <laughs> no. Yeah. Like I wasn't. Yeah. It's like, what house are you? Like, yeah, exactly. Know. What house are you? That's funny. Speaking of that, we just actually played a, a a game up in Greenville where they had a Harry Potter night, and each section of the arena was a different oh. house of the. So it was pretty cool. That sounds pretty fun. Yeah, Were they dressed in like the theme. No, but it was like oh. Oh. <laughs> it was just yeah, it's funny. I was gonna say fans walk in the arena and like Harry Potter shit. I'd be like, this is weird. They were playing like <laughs> you, the, you know the beginning, like the whistle though. Yeah, yeah. The like the Harry Potter know? like soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. Did you do you remember like I feel like when I was in college there was like Quidditch teams? Yeah, I've <laughs> people seen that. would play that. <laughs> like why? Professional Quidditch? No. <laughs> like why? I kind I thought it kind of looked fun. We we played it in my gym class growing up in in like middle school. I mean, it looks fun, but I don't understand the desire to yeah. put hold broomsticks between your legs and like run around with a ball, you know? Like <laughs> Not for me, but I won't knock it till I try it. <laughs> I don't want to yuck anybody's yum, yeah. I guess. Teach their own. Exactly. <laughs> we actually, we also do have, uh, you kind of answered this, I guess, but we have questions from listeners. And Jasper Abrahams wants us to ask you where you went to college, which you already answered, Illinois State. But what'd you major in? <laughs> well, I was an English major with a focus in linguistics, and I had a minor in French. And that is relevant to your life today? No. Nope. Well, and I write, I, I guess, like I write, so. How's your French still good or no? Terrible. Lost <laughs> all of it. It's gone. Like, I can't speak French. <laughs> like, why did I spend money doing that? <laughs> it would have been cool in New York City restaurants if you were just dropping French at the waiters and stuff, like ordering your food. It would be so sick if I could actually speak yeah. French. But it's a, the actual speaking never stuck in my brain. I can read it pretty well. I have, like, I remember the vocabulary. But when mm -hmm. I'm trying to talk, I, sorry, I sound like an idiot. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> Okay? <laughs> yeah the um, elevator in my building is like 100 years old and so it creaks every time it goes up but it made oh, like shit. a different sound than it normally does and i was like who's coming up scared. This time? yeah it's <laughs> a good thing you're not in it <laughs> <laughs> wait what we were saying french oh do you uh do you watch key and peel like the no i don't i oh, don't damn there's a really funny well, not, not like often like i've oh. seen it well, there's like a really funny clip of like this guy who brings a girl to a French restaurant on a date and like tries to pretend to freak French or speak French and goes like, I'll take the ponton, something like whatever, just makes it up. <laughs> and like his date ends up speaking like fluent in French and like, uh, he, just, he literally just gets up and leaves. It's so my nightmare. <laughs> I recommend it. I recommend it. So the next question from a listener is from Leah Kern and she asks, what is the worst piece of dating advice you've ever gave or received? Gave or received? Oh, okay. Well, here's the worst I've ever received. When I was in college, my best guy friend told me that if you like someone, a guy, if you're going to a party and a guy you like is going to be there, you should say hi to everyone before you say hi to him so that he gets like kind of jealous. And I think he meant it in not like a little looser than that. Like, oh, if you walk over to a group and he's like in the group, in the room, like say hi to him last of his friends. 
but I went to a party and I was like, all right, I'm going to do it. I'm going to say hi to him last. I'm not going to talk to him until I've talked to every other person at this party. So I went to every person in the room, about an hour and a half has passed at this point. Oh my point. God. I look around, he's gone. I'm like, where did he go? And it turns out my friend went home with him because she thought I wasn't interested in him because I didn't talk to him the whole night. <laughs> no way. Did, did you get Did you get mad at your friend or is that just like? No, I was like, whatever. That's my fault. Damn. It's on me, hand up. I did that. <laughs> that sucks. That's hilarious though that you're like playing this game. Did you like literally see them like leaving together or? No, I didn't know he left because I was in a conversation with someone that I don't even like, didn't even like, like didn't, not even as a friend. It was just like, mm. I have to talk to this person because, you know, I that's just, why like, I don't imagine. take advice from men anymore. It was bad <laughs> advice. Well, we're not going to give you any, so don't worry about that. But <laughs> I could imagine you like, if you did see them, like, you know, if you caught them leaving together, like, would you have ran up to her and like, like, stop it. No, <laughs> not I would have been like, ah. That's yeah. on me. Well, yeah. And I'm a very literal person too. So like, that was just bad advice to give me in general. Cause like, I'll mm -hmm. do it. If you tell me to do something, I believe you. Like I'll do it. You know, mm -hmm. the next morning she wakes up, starts bragging to you. Oh my God. You wouldn't believe this guy I met. Oh. <laughs> oh <my laughs> <God>. yeah, oh. <laughs> it actually was awful. We went to Duncan the next morning and I was, I was like, so, uh, what'd you do last night? <laughs> <laughs> like, I knew it was really uncomfortable. He had the best penis. <laughs> and I was just like, fuck. Uh, <laughs> she really rubbed it in. Yeah, it really made me. Literally. <laughs> Literally. Uh, poor choice. Poor choice. So words. So yeah, poor choice. Now that you're like, obviously, this big media personality, which you are, and you're very humble about it, which is cool. But who are your like favorite people to follow? I guess like who, who are people that you look up to? I guess like not necessarily in social media, but just like in general. Just in general, like people that I look up to. Good mm -hmm. question um a little different than talking so about the penis in college sorry <laughs> no it's funny like I feel like whenever someone asks me something like that my mind goes blank I'm like oh I don't know anybody I can't think of a single name and it's like I know there's people that I think are really great and are doing great things um you know obviously on social media like a lot of my friends that I met when I was like eight, 18 no when I was 21 and like just starting to gain a Twitter presence like are still doing social media stuff people like Michaela, my friend Michaela Oakland, and she's she's doing great. She's got a podcast, um, so she's doing a really good job with that. And then my friend James, Caucasian James, like he's got like a million followers on Twitter now, and it's crazy. And like I, I definitely look at people who, you know, we came up around the same time. I like to see what they're doing, and I like really admire that they've been able to take what they're doing and make it more. And then obviously, like there are comedians and people like that that I'm looking up to. That maybe this is, I'm not, I'm not doing what they're doing, but. Uh, people like Nikki Glazer. I'm she's a huge great. fan of hers. Mm -hmm, she's she's wonderful. Um, and I, I, we we talk Taylor Swift, so that's really fun. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I I have a lot of admiration for women who are doing whatever the fuck that they want to do. Mm -hmm. You know Taylor Swift, who is a phenomenal singer. I heard you're a pretty good singer as well. Is that true? <laughs> uh, well, fine. Like you know, like I fine. <laughs> you know, I always feel like people who can't sing think that anyone who can kind of sing is a good singer <laughs> but i i can sing and i know that i'm not a good singer like I, I know that there are good singers and there are people who are not going to sound bad when they sing and there's a huge difference and i'm the latter as opposed to the former so that was so a good shot a, yeah <laughs> <laughs> so as a good singer though grow like so good singer not like make a professional singer when did you realize i'm sure you like took singing classes and stuff growing up did you realize like 
obviously you had that you had to have had that dream I'm going to be a professional singer I'm going to be an well art. I actually almost went to college for musical theater no way oh, nice. like very close um like got in really was thinking about it but I and this is so funny I so de- deeply did not want a career that was like in unstable like I, I didn't want to be you know doing theater as a career I didn't want something that wasn't like stable and I didn't want to move to New York and like I didn't want to do all these things and then hilariously I ended up moving to New York and having an unstable career anyways but like it's just funny and it is funny because now I feel like I want to I'm going back to some of the things that I was doing when I was 16 17 where like um I do I am using performance in the things that I do now. So it's like, as much as I tried to be like, no, 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 I'm not a musical theater kid. I am in a sorority and I party and I'm normal. And now I'm just like, well, I'm using only the things I learned <laughs> from theater now. So you can't shy away from your passion. It'll always come yeah. back. I'm actually, I'm a huge Quinn 92 fan too. So I always appreciate when you, when you throw them up on the, on the story with the, the candle. Big fan. What, ins- what inspired the whole candle thing though? I, I need to know that. Cause you do it like every night, right? Yeah, I do. The origin of the candle story is that in my first apartment in New York, there were, there were mosquitoes that lived in the drain. Mm, that's disgusting. <laughs> Which yeah. is the thing. They live, <laughs> they live in the subway and then they come up through the drains and leave like old apartment buildings. So our apartment had mosquitoes and I tried everything like exterminator, like wouldn't come and like we're spraying and like citronella and those things that plug in the wall, whatever nothing's working and I read online that if you light a lavender candle like they don't like the smell of lavender so they'll leave Mm -hmm. you alone so I lit a lavender candle and I had it on my bedside and I was just like filming it and being like oh I'm doing this because there's mosquitoes in my apartment um night one we'll see how it goes and I put a song with it and then I did it night two and I'm like mosquitoes still here night two um and then it just kind of evolved into something I started compulsively doing every night and now it's been like two years and I'm still doing it um and now it's become this thing where like even well actually there are projects that I'm working on <laughs> now because of the candle stories that is cool well that's that's cool I mean turn into something but are you like one of those people that like believes everything you read online generally no like not like news but like as far as like like Dr. <laughs> Pet, like Diet Coke kills you like that kind of shit no well it's I'm a very global person, actually. Uh, well, that's like, kind of friend, yeah, not like anything yeah. you read because that's you know. I, like I have a critical lens where I can understand what's real. You know, <laughs> like I know how to read sources. But like, if my friend tells me something, I'll believe it. Like, yeah. and it's yeah. it's a flaw. It's a genuine flaw because people are like, I didn't know that you believed me when I said that. I'm like, of course I believed you. You. My boyfriend made a joke <laughs> before we were dating when we were just friends. We were on the phone. And made a joke about like being a virgin and in my head i was like oh okay like and we're friends so i was like oh so he he's a virgin that's cool completely believed him and then he was like mad at me when we started dating and i told him that like i had thought he was a virgin at, at that point he was like why would you believe that do i give off virgin vibes i was like you said you were a virgin was i not supposed to believe you Honestly, yeah, I feel like I've done that before too. But like, oh no, I haven't. I haven't done that. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, you guys, for, you guys start dating for the first time. He tells you he's on a virgin. All right, buddy, I'll see you later. I'll... <laughs> no. well, I was interested in you because you were pure. Like, exactly. Yeah, he should have went with it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That is like that's just how guys flirt, though. I feel like like sometimes I used to say like I'm a, like you know just to like 
oh, so the girl could say, oh, well, I'll take it from, you know what I mean? Like, it's a stupid fucking line. No. I guess, but like, we were just friends, so I didn't think he was trying to flirt with me. I was like, yeah. okay, cool. <laughs> I think it's more so, um, like, guys trying to be, like, funny or stuff like that, and it just, well, yeah. Off, yeah, you know what I mean? That was what I was <laughs> yeah. trying to do, and it was not funny. It yeah. <laughs> no, no. Well, Ellie, we like to do a segment on this podcast that we call the Matzo Ball Minute Question. Just going to rattle off a few, a few for you. Um, we're going to start off with this one. What is the grossest thing a guy has ever done in front of you? <laughs> oh, in front of me? doesn't in have to be sexual, me. by the way, if that came off as like a sexual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't. I don't really equate gross and sexual. Um, like, you know, that you do. You've had a good track record. Um, God, what am I, in, in front of me is hard because I feel like I've, there's been gross things that guys have done when I wasn't, like, uh, I found this, I, I basically found this pair of sweatpants that were my exes and I put them on, like, I had found them, they were in the front pocket of a suitcase. It was like after a year that I'd had, mm-hmm. I brought them home and we, and I put them on after we broke up and I put my hands in the pocket and there were toenail clippings like in the pocket. Oh my God. Like, like oh my god i like want to die it was so gross that's that's actually that's disgusting yeah that's that's pretty bad so so what's your one like no no when it comes to guys <laughs> like your one and eh, that's immediately it doesn't matter if <laughs> being in the world what's your like my uh number one so, like a turn off yeah mm-hmm. kind of have you seen turn any booger okay. walls or not even turn off yeah i mean guess turn off yeah and you what Booger walls. There, there are guys that do it. They pick their nose and wipe it on the fucking wall. It's disgusting. Oh my god. Why? Oh, you I, know, I'll tell you though. What I did see, it was there's a um, I I was hooking up with a guy in college who like they're down. They all had a bathroom in their rooms, and then the downstairs half bath. Like no one ever used it. Like it was always mm. like closed. And I was like, hey, like why do you like keep that door? And they're like, oh, because we, because we shave in there. And I went in oh, and no. the sink was full yeah. of like weird puby like hair shavings and i yep. was like why not their face ellie <laughs> yeah something and he was like well it just makes sense and we don't have to clean it in our own rooms i'm like you have to clean this eventually oh yeah it's like your stereotypical pictures you see on like it's like horror college bathroom and it's like it that's actually what it is <laughs> horrifying it was horrifying well that's also probably like the like if they have parties that's probably the public bathroom to that's, use so yeah. why would you not clean that in You're general not embarrassed yeah. like that's gross just take a probably, fucking hose and like probably a frat house yeah disgusting so what does the dream saturday look like for ellie schnitt day mm. drinking rooftop what is it mm. <laughs> i like how you ask like day drinking rooftop what is it <laughs> um sleep late obviously big sleep late on saturday's girl um and then brunch but i don't like going out for brunch i want to make brunch i want to have brunch at home get food in my stomach have some time to like figure out what i want to do for the day like do i want to like go shopping or do whatever and i definitely want to be drinking by four i feel like four o'clock on a saturday because then okay and this is gonna sound so grandma but like Saturday night I feel like the bars are usually more packed and it's like annoying so if you start drinking at four you can be home by midnight and then it's like you had a whole day you were out you got pizza you drank you saw your friends but you're still gonna be in bed by a decent time and you probably won't be hungover tomorrow because your hangover hits at three o'clock in the morning it's the perfect night for me I think the opposite though I think Saturday night's bars are less packed I think Friday nights they're never people like don't go out on Fridays Really? Well, I guess because it depends on the season, though. I guess like in the fall, people don't go out Friday so they can day drink Saturday, like football, college football and all that stuff. Yeah. 
but then like in the in the summer though i feel like there's ne- like the bar the bars in new york city are never really packed um well that's because people are not in the city in the summer that's true. I, that's people awesome. go to the hamptons or a jersey shore or whatever it is um which is actually nice it's nice when the city empties out a little bit have you been to the hamptons yet I have. Uh, I have been to the Hamptons, uh, but <laughs> only once. I went for Valentine's Day this year and it was freezing because my mm. boyfriend has a there because family has a house. Um, so I've never been in the summer. So um, Wait, what, what uh, Hampton is your boyfriend's house? And my girlfriend's from West Hampton. So I like, I'm there all the time. Oh, yeah. You know, the house is in Montauk. So. Oh, that's good for you. That's sick. You'll probably have, <laughs> I'm sure he'll bring you to the sloppy tuna this summer and he'll show you a good sign. That place is awesome. It sounds fun. The sloppy tuna. Sounds yeah. like a place I would like. Really yeah, cool bar. That sounds like a great name. <laughs> well, oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. It, it does sound. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, actually, I've known that. So um, it sounds a little funny, but Ellie, let me, let me set the scene for you. So you're walking okay. down New York City mm-hmm. and you bump in to any celebrity and you talk to him for five minutes. Who would that be? I mean, it's Taylor Swift. Obviously, it's Taylor Swift. Figured. Yeah. That's obvious. I guess I we, almost got an apartment that like was not as nice as the other apartments I was looking at because it was across the street from Taylor Swift's old apartment. So, you know, not creepy or anything, but no, like not weird. <laughs> Have you like talked to her? I feel like you know, no, well, she's no. like one of the hardest to get to celebrities, I feel like, but I do actually have a plug now. I have a connect. I, we should, have one degree of separate separation. You should start a podcast again and like get her on. <laughs> yeah. way easier said than done yeah but. let me let me just have taylor swift on my podcast for sure ellie you should remake yeah. you should remake uh the video the uh, taylor swift's music video i could picture you like um looking at, at her through like inside <laughs> her window and she's like doing the side thing but on the other end it's you <laughs> oh my god no i love her so much she's a celebrity that i think if i met her i don't know how i would act you know like there are celebrities you're totally normal around and then there's ones that you're inexplicably weird around and then for sure Taylor, like I might pass out. Like I really might just be weird. Like I, I don't know. I'd like to think we could be friends, but I think I'd be weird. <laughs> do you have like? <laughs> I feel like you do. Like if if you ever got a picture of Taylor Swift, do you already know what the caption is on it? No, actually, I don't because I Damn. don't even think of it as an attainable possibility. Like, there's <laughs> yes, no, okay. there's no part of me that's like, yeah, that'll happen one day. Mm-hmm. Well, well, yeah. that I would die. Yeah. I already know if I meet Queen 92 one day, I have my, maybe that's like a, what? that's like a lame thing, but I have my. Instagram. No, it's cute. What's the caption? Well, his song two tens. So I would put two tens, like, you know, just two tens, two guys. Two hot tens. guys. Yeah, Johnny, cute. you've been, cute. Johnny, you've been cheating on little Dicky a little bit. You're talking too much about Quinn. Well, 92. yeah, he hasn't put out music in five years. I mean, I love the show. Dave, hopefully season two is coming out <gasps> soon, but do you watch Dave? Little no, I, um, there was in September. I like, I had a night. I had an evening. Okay. Mm-hmm. I blacked out. I spent $600 somehow on alcohol and like I lost my keys and I thirst tweeted. Lil <laughs> oh, I, think I, I think I saw that actually. <laughs> I, I think I saw that. Like, and I think about it all the time. So I'm like, that is so, why Lil Dicky? Like why? He's adorable. He's, adorable. He's sure? my favorite guy. But Why? <laughs> I don't know. I've never talked about Lil Dicky before that. I don't know what, where that came from. That's well, so funny. What do they say? Drunk, drunk what or sober thoughts? Drunk, <laughs> drunk, uh, drunk words or sober thoughts? I actually no. disagree with that completely. Why? That I mean, makes haven't sense. you, haven't yeah. you ever said something drunk where you were the next day you were like, yeah, I don't. That was a lie. Hundred percent. I didn't mean that. <laughs> yes. I don't know. Yeah. Times. I guess I feel like I'm definitely way more honest though when I'm drunk. 
maybe I I don't know I think drunk me is like a whole she has her own separate personality at this point mm. like she's got her own life her own network <laughs> like I, I don't she has different contacts that I don't know like yeah, right. I don't trust her <laughs> what's your uh drink of choice vodka water actually I've been getting into gin lately oh. which is such like an old lady thing to say but I mm-hmm. love it on the it's rocks good. it doesn't uh gin and water or yeah. like gin and whatever it's good like i think it's good it is it definitely is good gin though like you have to get like like good yeah. quality like the shitty gin i can't drink no. I about gin. um so who knows how to have a better time without being biased fraternities or sororities well how could she not be biased <laughs> i, know, I right? mean i yeah well you know sororities don't throw parties you know like we're not allowed to I think if sororities could have parties at their houses, things would be better. But because like frats throw all the parties, it's like, yeah, you have to, to have a social life, you have to hang out with them. It's, a, a, it's known, a very a, unequal system. Is that a no, is that a known thing throughout like all sororities? They, they can't throw parties. Yeah. We can't throw parties at our house. Yeah. Oh, like we can't do that. I never knew that. Most sororities can't even have guys at their house. Um, you can't have a guy sleep, but we could, we, cause we were the first secular sorority, but like, yeah, most sororities can't. It's like a huge, yeah, it's a, it's a huge, I guess, huge thing. yeah, you, I guess your schools didn't really have sororities, right? Yeah. No, my school had sororities. Oh, no, I was talking to, I was talking to Justin. Oh, your school. <laughs> I was yeah. like, eh, I was in Weren't you in one? Thing. Yeah, you were in one. Yeah, we had them, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no we, we didn't, we didn't have too many, so, but you're right, Les. Um, yeah. So we got one more for you in the Mossball Minute, which is always 20 minutes, but I, this is going to be a dumb one now because you've already talked about it a lot, but. Would you rather never ever listen to Taylor Swift again or never go to Ruby's Cafe again? Well, I never go to Ruby's. I would, you know, and I love Ruby's. Actually, I go like three times a week. Mm-hmm. They know me. I'm like, <laughs> but still, I couldn't do it. I Well, yeah, I, I didn't really want to ask it, but I feel like we had to. <laughs> no, I get it. <laughs> like in my brain, I was like, this is going to come out really, really stupid. Let's see what she says. No, it's a good question. I feel like you're gonna have a good answer for this. So if you can go back and talk to the 15 year old version of yourself who just signed up for Twitter, actually, what would you tell her? She did. Um, well, I used to get in trouble when I was in high school for my Twitter account, like a oh, lot really? of trouble. Like I would get sat down by my teachers and been like, your Twitter account doesn't make you look good. It doesn't reflect you. Just cause I was making the same jokes that I make now. Like I, I was doing like basically the same thing I was doing now. And I would just be like, don't listen to them because this is how you have a career. So keep going. Yeah. Twitter with stuff. And also like you're, you're pretty. Um, and, it, and you know, you have to think that because you're going to waste a lot of time thinking that you're not pretty and, and you are. So. Mm. It's definitely a tough thing to do. I mean, girls are, and guys are way different, like with obviously thinking of your own looks, yeah. but I, it's, just, it's, it's funny to me how often girls like kind of like really pretty girls, like tell them, you know, it's tough to self-talk, I guess. Well, you know, I, I was really, um, first of all, when I went into high school and I was 14, like I still had braces and like, I was really young. Like I'm still really young looking cause I'm little, but like, I was really young looking. Like I looked like I was like 10 years old when I was like in high school. Um, and it's really like skinny and like my ribs stuck out over my boobs. Like I was like very awkward, but I grew into it when I got older, but I never got out of the mindset of like, that's what I, you know, like that's how I look. So just like stupid. I feel like I look back on pictures now and I was like, I was so cute. Why didn't it be so cute? You know. Yeah. I'm just still trying to process that your teachers were uh, lurking your to your Twitter account. Yeah. How inappropriate! Like when you think about that, like it's so fucked up. So right? They were like, "You shouldn't 
you shouldn't be tweeting like this. I'd be like, like you shouldn't be on Twitter. Yeah. Why do you follow me on Twitter, <laughs> Mr. Davidson? That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Well, you know what was a huge problem? Do you guys remember Yik Yak? Oh, yeah. Well, Yik that was star over here. <laughs> but that was like, we were, I remember being in school and like, like, Cap, you know what Yik Yak is? Yes. Like the anonymous, like you can literally say whatever the fuck you want. Oh, no, I know. Anonymous. Yeah, yeah. And like there was people just shredding teachers. Like that was a real issue at school <laughs> that like was talked about because we didn't have it in high school. It was like a oh, college didn't? thing. It's basically just burner accounts for yeah, literally yeah. pretty much. It. it was like me logging on as Joe seven six five ten whatever and saying whatever the fuck I wanted, but like everyone else could do the same thing. Exactly. Did you guys have like compliments like um like those uh, Facebook groups where people would give anonymous compliments about people? Uh, like a Facebook group? Oh, <laughs> yeah. like oh, like the. We uh, had like GBN compliments and it would be like anonymous compliments about people. Like Formspring? Is that Formspring? Yeah, kind of like Formspring. Yeah, that thing. But that wasn't like a compliment thing. Or Ask like... FM. Yeah, yeah, those, those, those. Those are great. That. Yeah. Those are messed up. I think those still exist. Like I see my like little cousin posting so. hers and shit. Which like why, you know, it's bad for you. It was definitely yeah. bad. People were saying horrible things. Oh, sure. yeah, that's so I fun. think anonymity almost never good on social media i think people should have to stand by the words that they're saying like say it with your chest if you're gonna say it you know Definitely. i i gotta be honest i don't think i've ever heard the word and and how do you anonymity anonymity <laughs> what does that mean i've never heard that anonymity life. is it's just the concept of being anonymous anonymity gotcha. you're trying to say anemone like for five <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah what is that what i sounded like no no that's what it sounds like this is what yeah. the word sounds like and that, yeah. um so so ellie like i guess just as a whole, I mean, we've talked about it, we've touched on it, but growing up in a Jewish area, growing up Jewish, your yeah. mom, your dad, like, what does the Jewish community necessarily like mean to you and how has it impacted you like in your career to where you are now? Uh, I think there's a lot of great Jewish role models to look up to. I mean, I think especially in this space, like there's a lot of, um, of Jewish like entertainers and performers that like I know that I can look up to. But I also think just, uh, I don't know, like I, I feel such like a connection to other Jewish people that like it is a community even if it's not I think we all got used to growing up um sometimes being the only Jewish person in the room so like Mm -hmm. I definitely feel connected to Jewish people um who are not in my like immediate vicinity because I just know that we've lived the same experience like we have that like connection and that um the understanding of like what it is to grow up and be a, a little different from the, the people that you might know and obviously like I did grow up in a very Jewish community I never grew up feeling like different or like whatever until I got to college where I was like oh my god they, these people have never met somebody Jewish before that's crazy <laughs> um but I think it just gives you that little little extra something I think like the um cult, being culturally Jewish I think just makes you so much more interesting <laughs> mm-hmm. no I, I agree um, I, it's kind of funny to me too like I don't know where Illinois state is like in the actual state southern but- Illinois I was gonna say like it's so weird that like you go from being in the same state to like having nobody know a Jewish person like that's so bizarre crazy like Um, me being the first Jewish person somebody meets like that's weird and I don't know that I'm a great example (laughs) no no I I I, you you've done fine to represent our people I think our people (laughs) um are you guys gonna keep Passover this year we're gonna think about it um I, I have sometimes it just depends on like my hockey schedule. Um, I've kind of gotten unlucky in the past and stuff like that. Um, yeah. And having to wait, Passover is you, you fast, correct? No, I think that is that 
No, no, that's your bread. <laughs> so what, uh, Passover um, is you don't eat bread. No yeah, leavened yeah. bread. Yeah. And okay. it makes you very skinny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fan. It's bad that I don't know. <laughs> no, it's okay. We're, we're, we're not professional Jewish people. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, I don't know. We'll yeah. see. We'll see. You love your matzah. You'll have your matzah shit. Yeah, I'm too fat mm. to not eat bread. Big matzah gal. Are you keeping it? I think I'm going to try this year just because like mm. I could stand to lose like two pounds. Like, you know, like quarantine has given us all that. Like, well, so I'm back. Va- so I'm vaccinated. Congrats. That's and awesome. thank you. Thank you. And I was like, oh my God, that means I have to be in public soon. Like, um, people are going to see me. So I have to get my shit in order. I can't just like <laughs> sit around all day anymore. And I was working out the other day and I, I did something. I don't know what I did. And I couldn't walk for yesterday and the day before that. Like I mm. literally could not walk. I couldn't straighten my legs. <laughs> like my calves were like fucked. I don't know what I did. So it's going really well. The uh, getting shape <laughs> really, really well. Um, <laughs> it was so weird. Like actually, I know everyone says like, it's going to be so weird socializing with people for the first time, but like but it, it actually was like, if you were like, I wasn't like that weird. fucked up. So I was like thinking about what I'm saying. And I was like, I just need to get fucked up. So I just talk and like, don't think. <laughs> I know. I, I don't know how to talk. I don't know how to like make friends anymore. I don't know mm-hmm. how to be. I like will watch movies where there's lots of people in a room and I get freaked out. I'm like, there's yeah. too many people. <laughs> Why are they not social distancing? Where are the masks? And I'm like, it's going to be so hard to shake that um, feeling of like, this is, shouldn't be here. You know, mm-hmm. are you going to stay in New York for the summer or go back to Chicago? Yeah, I'll probably be here. I mean, um, I don't know, like I'll go back. Well, th- my plan for th- for 2020 was like to go back and forth all summer, like every other weekend, like basically be spending, but <laughs> couldn't do that. So um, mm. I, pr- I probably will spend a little time, but I'm going to be in LA for like a month or so. So what happened to the fuck LA? Well, I don't want, listen, I, I, have <laughs> stuff to, I have stuff to do out yeah. there. <laughs> It'll be by I don't want to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yes. I'll be a bi-coastal. I'll have two apartments and just be extremely wealthy. Member mm-hmm. of the 1%. That's my goal. <laughs> Love that. Yeah. Well, I, I definitely look forward to running into you at Sloppy Tuna this summer. <laughs> I mean, anything else you want, you want to shout anything out? No, just, you know, thanks for uh, having me on and feel free to follow me on Instagram, Twitter, whatever. I'll be talking for sure. Yeah. <laughs> plug, plug your shit away. That's really um, all I have to plug. <laughs> all right. Well, well thank, yeah. Thank you so much, Ellie. Like you're awesome. We're obviously huge fans. Um, I'll probably rock the not trash shirt. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you so much. We, we loved having Thanks you. Thanks for having me. Welcome back, everyone. We hope you guys enjoyed the interview with Ellie Schnitt. We finally got her to come on. We're so happy she took the time out of her day. One of our favorite media personalities, that's for sure. If you haven't checked out her Twitter or Instagram game, it's absolutely unbelievable. What do you think, though, Johnny? Yeah, definitely check her out. I mean, we've been following her for for a while. I mean, she's just an awesome personality and super relatable girl. Like, like I said in the interview, I feel like I've known her forever. Like, she's just like, you know, most of the people I went to high school with just as far as, you know, the background and growing up in the way that we did. I also do have to apologize to her and her family. I guess not as much her, but <laughs> with the Iowa loss and March Madness, my bracket's completely fucked and I don't care anymore. But I know she said that her, her family was big Iowa fans. So, yeah. you know, not even that, not even that loss, just every loss in general screwed that. Um, 
but I was actually pretty pretty shocked to find out that her boyfriend, her current boyfriend, went to my same high school mm-hmm. in Florida, Stoneman Douglas, which is just just pretty crazy. Just shows how small of a world it is. Um, Do you know him, or did you find out after if you know him or not? No, or? no, no, no. I don't think I know him. I'm I'm assuming I got a hundred percent on mutual friends with him, but mm-hmm. he's definitely um, a couple years younger than me, like Ellie said. But just a small world, so cool. Me and my girlfriend, whose name happens to be Ellie also, ended up going to Ruby's Cafe like we talked about in the interview with Ellie Schnitt. And later that day, we went Saturday for brunch. And Saturday at like, you know, four o'clock, Ellie Schnitt posted that she was at Ruby's Cafe. So we might have like crossed paths or whatever, but it was kind of funny. I thought that she posted the same day, like right after we talked about it. Yeah, you guys are kind of psychos with your Ruby's Cafe over here. I mean, geez. I've actually only been twice, but everyone in New York City loves it. And honestly, I get why. It's such a chill vibe. I had a couple beers, a good uh, butter crispy chicken sandwich or whatever it was called, but it was amazing. Yeah. Like they had this uh, chipotle aioli sauce. Like the best possible thing you can dip a French fry in. Like it was man, so that's the that's the thing. That's it's so funny. Every time like I see, and I know you don't go out often, but when you do, when you like go out to dinner with either Ellie or your friends, dude, I don't know what what restaurants you guys go to or what the fuck, but it looks like you're eating like a fucking five star meal every time you go out. It's so nice. Well, it's just New York, man. And then also, you know, when I do take Ellie for a nice dinner, she she does like to post her food a lot. So oh, dude, it looks so yeah. good. I'm like, fuck, where where am I in this situation? But it's all right. Well, you're I'll not get there here. <laughs> I mean, you'd also you also wouldn't be invited. Oh, well, to thanks, date, buddy. To a date? Excuse me. I if can't Court wanted, if Court wanted to come, it could be a so date. But so I'm not going not out to tell- dinner with you and Ellie. So you're not telling me I haven't been to New York or seen you in person in quite some time. If I came up and you guys had a date night Friday night, and it was like, ah, Cappy's only here for the night, you wouldn't be like, ah, come on, Cappy, come along. Oh yeah, but we're getting pizza. No, we're getting five no, we're, no, we're not getting five star nice shit. We're getting pizza. <laughs> All right, we'll get we'll get we'll get yes that's what we would get that's literally exactly what would happen we would get well and it'd be amazing but i do also want to take a second to talk about our sponsor mindset wellness cbd like we talk about every week, they're a brand new full spectrum cbd company infused with terpenes and vitamins that can provide all natural anxiety relief they have several different mindsets including happy calm focus health beauty and rest which are meant to be taken together to customize your mindset so go to mindsetwellnesscbd.com Use our code LOCK10 for 10% off plus free shipping and check them out on Instagram at MindsetWellnessCBD. Cappy, you got some? I have been using my recharge as well, and I feel recharged and rejuvenated and ready to go this weekend to win some games. I actually went to take a happy gummy before we did the recording because that's like my ritual. I do a happy gummy and a focus gummy before every recording, and I think my fucking mom has been stealing them because there's there's none left. So. <laughs> I have to ask for another order because I lit- I can't do a recording without them. Like it's been months now of happy focus gummy combination. Yeah, yeah. I think I'd be lost without it. You're hooked. You- it's like not that you- I'm addicted. Not that I'm addicted. <laughs> no, no, no. But I just love. I love taking it. I love. I love it. I mean, no, I understand. Um, but other than that, have a happy Passover this weekend. If you're the youngest, make sure to sing your four questions. Um, I'll probably just do them by myself to be honest this year. But yes, have a happy Passover. Enjoy your family. Enjoy your friends. Mazel, everyone. Love you guys. Oh